times might be getting tougher for millions of Australians, but higher interest rates have helped the country's biggest mortgage holder, CBA, to another record profit. Commonwealth Bank's net half-year profit was up 9% to $5.2 billion. More than two-thirds of that profit will be handed back to shareholders as a higher-than-expected dividend payment. CBA CEO Matt Common is on the line. Welcome back to Breakfast. Good morning, Patricia. Good to be with you. Why are tough economic times so profitable for your bank? Well, there's a couple of things that contributed to the profit in the half. <clears throat> Excuse me. One, uh, the, the bank has grown strongly. We've added more than uh, 2 million accounts over the last couple of years. Uh, we've grown our lending, so we now lend more than $900 billion to Australian households uh, and businesses. Of course, the economy has been very strong. Uh, all of last calendar year, which means there are very low levels of problem loans. Clearly, that's something that that may change uh, into the future. And then financial institutions all around the world do benefit from a rising rate environment, at least initially, Mm. because it expands the margin between that we earn between loans uh, and deposits. And a number of those things contributed to that profit. And as you said, uh, we distribute... um, 75% 75% of those profits back to our shareholders, of which there's 800,000 Australian uh, households and millions more that own the Commonwealth Bank through their superannuation. Yeah. How much, though, have higher interest rates driven the profit result? You mentioned you know, various factors, but that component, how, how significant is the proportion of that component? Well, that... that proportion of the, uh, the bank's profit is significant. The majority of our earnings come from what's known as net interest income or the, uh, the income that is earned uh, on the difference between loans and deposits. The other that is significant is the low levels of, of credit losses. Uh, banks can, uh, of course, um, their profitability can change quite dramatically uh, during more difficult economic times. Uh, to give you an example, during the early stages of COVID, we took a $1.5 billion provision uh, for future loan losses. As it turns out, very few of those loan losses actually came to pass for a number of different reasons, including, of course, all of the, the stimulus that was put in place to support uh, businesses and households. And our job is to support customers through challenging times. We've had you know, a very good period of uh, economic growth in Australia for, for many decades. Uh, clearly, the year ahead is a source of concern and worry for many of our customers, uh, and we're here to help and support them through that. The difference between what the CBA received in interest payments from customers and what it passed on to deposit holders was up 19%. So $13.6 billion over the last six months. How do you justify that at a time when people are struggling? Well, there's a range of things that contribute to that. And so, uh, yes, the changes to both the pricing of uh, home loans, all of our loan products and our deposits. We have a number of very competitive uh, deposit rates in market of 4% across term deposits, a number of our popular uh, savings products. So that's certainly been a a contributor to that overall. But there's also a number of other ways that for financial institutions, we have to hold substantial uh, balances. Think about it, deposits for for us ourselves. We set aside, for example, more than $50 billion, uh, which is for unexpected loan losses. It's known as equity or capital. And of course, the money that we invest that in, it's a little bit like uh, thinking about uh, investing in a three-year term deposit. We've earned more money on the cash that we're having to hold to set aside Mm -hmm. as well. So there's a number of things that contribute to that. It's not just uh, the difference for customers. You've just lifted interest rates for deposit holders. Will you commit to passing on every new interest rate hike to savers in full? 
this very specific uh, regulation that uh, prevents us from talking about uh, future price changes uh, under price signalling. But of course, we're very conscious uh, about uh, making sure that we're passing on the benefits to depositors. Clearly, it's very challenging at the moment for about a third of households who have a home loan. But we've also seen for an extended period of time, you know, a larger number of people who've really struggled with a very low cash rate. And of course, uh, both the market is competitive, uh, deposit rates are regularly under review, and depositors and savers can look forward to higher rates of interest in the future. What's your response to the New South Wales Premier, Dominic Perrottet, saying banks making record profits, as you clearly are, shouldn't be passing on these interest rate hikes in full? Well, I think it it, it has always been a source of um, concern, I think, for when financial institutions uh, make strong profits. As I've said, I think there's a number of factors that have uniquely contributed to that profit. I'd also say... Uh, going into a more challenging economic period, it's very important that Australia has uh, strong, well-capitalised, well-funded banks that are able to support the economy. That was absolutely true uh, throughout COVID, and I think it's uh, true and important at this point in time as well. I mean, the difficult aspect, and we're seeing that, of course, with the scrutiny uh, for the Reserve Bank, is it's very challenging for customers as we increase rates. Rates have been coming down for an extended period of time. People are quite accustomed to a, you know, a low borrowing rate. We recognise that that's unpopular and it's hard. Of course, the primary tool of monetary policy is to change the cash rate, which influences Mm. uh, the rate and should influence the rate uh, that customers are able to borrow at. That is exactly what monetary policy and changing the cash rate are attempting to do. So I I don't think it would make a lot of sense for us to be trying to... uh, you know, not implement the monetary policy that was specifically designed to try and uh, slow inflation. Do you think uh, people and politicians have been unfair to the RBA boss? I think it is a very challenging time to be a governor of a central bank anywhere around the world. It is very unpopular to be putting up rates. I think the uh, scrutiny and uh, being required to sort of explain the decisions, I know the governor is very comfortable with that, I do think some of the more extreme commentary uh, it's probably unhelpful and unedifying at times. Um, but I, I didn't have the opportunity to watch uh, the governor yesterday. I've read some of his comments, and I think it's, it's fairly clear what their rationale is. I also read through their statement of monetary policy. I think it gives a good and clear explanation for some of the very difficult decisions uh, that they're weighing up, and there's no doubt they're trying to strike the right, right balance for Australia's uh future prospects. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to ABCRM Breakfast and our guest this morning is the CBA's CEO, Matt Common. Just on on something you referred to earlier that, you know, the loans because of a strong economy have been fine, but you're worried now about increasing problem loans. A third of your mortgage customers are on fixed rate loans. 34% are ahead on their payments. 23% are paying just in time. What proportion are starting to fall behind? Well, as you you see at the half, actually, we're at record low levels. Uh, So less than half of 1% of customers are behind by more than 90 days. That's that's a record low. So clearly we're seeing that hasn't translated into the period uh, to 31 December. We are, of course, hearing directly from customers, uh, both directly and uh, anecdotally, that the source of interest rates uh, are a cause of of worry and concern. Only about half of the interest rates that have been announced have been passed on to borrowers. So we certainly anticipate that that's going to put uh, household budgets under strain. 
I think in aggregate, it will still be a, a small number of customers will have real financial difficulty. But of course, if you're one of those customers, that's an extremely challenging situation. We're adding resources. We're in, uh, in regular contact with our customers uh, and we'll continue to do so, particularly for customers, as you said, that are coming off a fixed rate loan. Mm. Some customers would be coming off a rate that was less than 2% and clearly they're going to roll uh, onto a, you know, a much higher interest rate. We're seeing customers already taking steps to prepare for that. Uh, and so our fixed rate customers are actually uh, in a stronger financial position than across the rest of the portfolio. You're still saying, though, that you think that a soft landing um, is more likely. Why are you so confident of that? We think it's uh, more likely. It's clearly much more desirable. We recognise the risks uh, throughout the course of this year and, and, and hence you know, we need to be prepared for a, a wide range of economic scenarios and we are. Do we need we to be, sorry to interrupt, but do we need to be more prepared for a recession now because of uh, these cumulative rate rises? Well, I think we're certainly mindful of where the cash rate may need to go in, in the governor's uh, decisions around uh, how quickly to bring down inflation. We believe there'll be two more uh, through to April, which should take the cash rate to 3.85%. Clearly, if inflation is higher and uh, more persistent, then there may be the case for further rate rises. That will clearly put households under more pressure, uh, which, of course, will contract the economy. We still think economic growth this year will be positive, uh, although the economy will slow over the course of the year. Looking further ahead, we think Australia's prospects uh, are very strong uh, and I think we've got a number of uh, real positives, but absolutely recognise it's going to be a challenging year ahead and we're here to support our customers. What hit are you forecasting to house prices? We've been saying that house prices would fall by about 15% from peak to trough. Nationally, they're down uh, 9% by the end of uh, the end of January. So, uh, you know, about another 6%. Of course, that's circular depending on what happens uh, with the cash rate as the rates, if rates continue to rise, uh, there's some risk uh, that house prices will fall further. But on a national basis, house prices are still 13% above where they were uh, pre-COVID. Do you understand why the public who are clearly struggling, they're calling your bank, feel so frustrated when they hear about these profits that banks like yours are making at a time when they're finding it almost impossible to make ends meet? I absolutely do, Patricia. And, you know, as I uh, explain the different aspects of, of why we're profitable and the size of our business and the $900 billion of loans, I absolutely recognise that. I was in a taxi uh, the other day and a customer who actually wasn't a customer of the Commonwealth Bank was talking through their financial circumstances, you know, the extra job that they'd taken on to be able to meet their repayments. We see the anxiety and concern on a daily basis. Uh, and, you know, th- that, of course, weighs on us. Uh, we, we have to support our customers. But also at this point in the cycle, if, if Australia's banks weren't profitable, that would be much more problematic. Sure, uh, it's, the there's ahead. profitable and then there's the kind of profits we're seeing, right? I mean, this is the thing. It's, it's, there is obviously a value judgment on, on where, where you hit those profits. These are big profits, aren't they? I understand that, and notwithstanding the fact that margins have come down and profits have come down, when you're a, a business the size of the Commonwealth Bank with uh, 
more than a trillion dollar balance sheet. Uh, we do generate a, a substantial profit because of the size of, of our business, particularly in a period of time. I recognise that that's always going to be uh, an, an issue. And, and hence, uh, through interviews like this, I'm very happy and prepared to try and explain that. Uh, we always try to strike the right balance about uh, what rates we're providing to customers uh, through our lending activities and also through to depositors and savers, the support that we're providing, the support that we're investments that we're making to help our customers and protect them in areas uh, around scams, the work that we do more broadly in the community around uh, reducing financial abuse. That's a huge priority for us. But we recognise absolutely at points in time, like the day of our half and full year profit, that's going to raise uh, questions for, for many uh, elements uh, you know, ac- across the community and we're here to explain that. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Patricia. And Matt Common is the CEO of the Commonwealth Bank, which has just reported a record half-year profit of $5.2 billion. Getting in touch with ABC RN is easy. Join the conversation live using the ABC Listen app's call and text features.